Welcome to the Ghosty Girls podcast. Hey guys. Hey, I'm Jessica. I'm Anna. Wow, I didn't think we were going to be able to do this again for a while. It's been kind of crazy. I know, completely on lockdown over here, and you and I are both going through so much. (laughs) Yes, I got sick first, Um, then I think I got you sick. Well, silly me, I was like, I'm Miss Invincible here, so she's sick, no big deal, I'll still hang out with her. (laughs) We can still record together. (laughs) And then, you know, meanwhile, the world, like, literally falls apart, so... Here and we are. Like, totally coincidence. I mean, you think about how this all happened. We got a cold. Well, you got the cold. And then this whole corona thing started happening. And then I got sick. And then both of our minds with anxiety went to, oh my gosh, we have coronavirus. Yeah. First, I'm like, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of our saga. I mean, we know it's crazy. Everybody pretty much is having to stay home and that's kind of like the new normal for everybody yeah what have you been doing I I haven't seen you in so long I know my best friend like I'm having withdrawals over here (laughs) I'm bored out of my mind and you can only watch so much tv and you start to go crazy and the kids are going crazy and it was so funny like the first couple days we were home and the cats like look at me like what are you doing this is our spot our time why are you home (laughs) it was just it's it's an adjustment for everybody it is at first you're like oh this is cool like I'm sick so I need to stay home it's fine and then you're like I'm home it's okay but you know, maybe I would want to go outside. And now it's to the point where it's like, well, I'm home and I'm stuck inside. I can't leave. I can't go anywhere. It kind of (laughs) sucks. It does. It's, it's crazy. And it's so funny. My husband is working from home. And so, you know, I thought, cool, you know, we'll all be home three weeks, even though I'm sick, no big deal. We'll all be here. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty much the same in my house where everyone's ready to kill each other. Like, we need some space. Um, I've, like, resorted back to my younger years of, like, eating lots of Top Ramen and mac and cheese. So that's really been fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I pulled myself together the other day because I'm, like – okay, like we stock up, we have, you know, children. So the house is usually stocked with food, but you know, we're starting to run low and I don't want to get to that point where we're wondering what's going on with dinner. So I get up like at four o'clock and I'm like, I'm going to get ready and go to Safeway. And I get there about five 30 and it opens at six and there is a line of people outside the grocery store. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, just, you know, people wanting to go early, no big deal. I'll get in line. So we get in line and we wait till six. Those doors open and it was like, I can't even describe it. The Hunger Games comes to mind. Yeah. Like everyone 
open the door and I'm thinking, oh my God, this is not Black Friday. This is not who's going to get the biggest TV for the cheapest deal. Everyone's running toward the meat section. And like, I find myself picking up the pace. I'm sick, but I'm like picking up the pace. And there are people running down the aisles with grocery carts to get meat. And I'm like, holy cow, where have we gone? I mean, it's... It it feels like it's like one step before the walking dead, you know, it is like, it's like, right. It's we're like right where, right before they turn into zombies. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's what it feels like. My husband actually said to me the other day. So, you know, I might need to go out on a supply run. And I looked at him and I'm like, okay, Daryl, who the fuck do you think you are? This is not The Walking Dead. What do you mean you're going on a supply run? Do you mean you're going to the grocery store? Like, what is a supply run? (laughs) My husband went to the pharmacy for me yesterday, and he walks back through the door, and he has a roll of toilet paper in his arms. And I'm like, oh my god, you got toilet paper? Like, I lost my mind that this man found toilet paper. And I sat back and I was thinking, how did we get to this point? Like, I'm excited to see him walk through with toilet paper. I don't know how in the world he did it. But that is crazy hilarious. And I know people are freaking out. And how could you not? I mean, you have media around you, panic, panic, panic. And... Mm -hmm. You know, we're just kind of being told the worst of the worst and not really hearing any of the good things. And so I can understand the panic, but it just seems so sad that we've gotten to this, you know. It is. And I know everyone's having a hard time. There's a lot of people in the restaurant business, um, hotel business, there's hairdressers, people that do all those kinds of services where you really have to be hands on with people and they're not working right now. Yeah. So they're stressing about money. How are they going to pay their bills? How are they going to feed their kids? You know, there's people, they've got their kids home. Now schools are closed some for the rest of the year. And then you have all these other people working essential jobs that have to still go to work. Yeah. And they're stressed out about possibly getting this virus. And the whole thing is just like, it, it's crazy. It's so crazy. Like, how did we get here? Yeah, like, unbelievable crazy. I mean, my kids are like, this is a dream. This doesn't feel real. And I know. And it's hard not to turn on the TV or pick up your phone and look. It's it's better not to do that at this point. Just stay in and, you know, hope for the, the three weeks to be over and things to start to go back to normal. But you know, I'm, I'm just so thankful for our first responders and, you know, the nurses and doctors that are willing to be in everyone's face and making yes. sure they're okay. Because without that, 100%. yeah, I, I'm so happy for them. And I thank God every day that they're willing to do that. And, and I will gladly stay in my house so that I don't need to use the masks and gloves and any yeah. of those protective things that they need, because I know that they are short. I, I know someone that works at a local hospital that said they're being asked to reuse the disposable masks because they don't have enough for the nurses. Oh my! God. And I can't imagine being in that position where you're just trying to help people and you can't even protect yourself. So definitely a big shout out to all of those people. We thank you. Absolutely. Just trying to keep us safe. 
Well, enough of that because I've been thinking about that <laughs> yes. all week and I just, I couldn't wait to do this recording because I wanted to get my mind off of that and being at home and Absolutely. stressing about work and money. So what about you? That's being, kind of- being home, like, have you had any extra experiences <laughs> since usually we're at work and we're not seeing these things every day? Have you, you know, <laughs> uptake connectivity? I was so naive as to think, I'm sick. Maybe they'll just leave me alone. Are you kidding me? You really thought that? <laughs> I was just like, I can't take much more. I need some damn sleep. Like, maybe they will just leave me alone. And for the first couple days, like, I was good. I'm like, okay, I'm home. I'm not noticing things. I'm up at night. I'm not hearing stuff like I usually do. Right. Um, but then I started noticing a shadow in the hall. Again, they love my hallway. I really don't know what it is. They really like to watch from this hall, from the hallway, um, the doorway that leads into the living room. And that is like their, their favorite place to go and just watch like what we're doing. It's always just out of eye shot almost. It's like, they will find that one spot that's dark and, you know, you don't really and just like stand there watching. It's so creepy. So I saw, like, okay, I see you there. I acknowledge you. I see you. Like, go away, right? <laughs> and as I'm sitting on the couch, I feel like crap. And the, the last thing I want to do is try to deal with this. So I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, it'll just go away on its own. I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, like, this is the first time I've dealt with it. <laughs> but obviously that didn't happen. Um, my son actually woke me up in the middle of the night and was like, mom, um, there was a shadow standing over me. And I'm like, what? And I know, you know, he has seen things in the past. He saw the shadow, like when we went through the whole demon experience. So this is not new to him. And this doesn't like, like he'll come and tell me, but he's not like panicking, freaking out because now this is kind of normal to him. Right. So he comes in and he's like, yeah, there was a shadow standing over me. And it got right in my face and it said, I'll make everyone in your house angry. And I'm like, okay. Just so he said, I got, he's like, I got up to turn my light on and I watched it go into my closet. So I'm like, okay, great. Now I do have to deal <laughs> with this because obviously it's affecting my son. It's, trying to communicate with him so I can't have that right so the next day I'm like okay I'm gonna deal with it and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm seeing it in the living room like standing there (laughs) really okay I'm gonna deal with it I swear but I didn't because I felt like crap and I didn't have the energy to do it and I knew that I needed to be like on my A game Mm -hmm. so (laughs) sorry guys (laughs) that's gonna happen throughout this episode I know I know so um I did not do it that night and the following day I decided to do it um my son actually saw it again in his room Mm -hmm. and he was like okay mom I'm not having this anymore I'm like okay I'm gonna do it so we went into his room Uh, We kind of, you know, as we've talked about this specific closet before, Mm -hmm. um, 
the closet that has the opening that goes underneath the house, which is where you went to get the infamous demon out. Um, <laughs> that's rotted under the house. Yeah, the closet just always has had bad vibes. Yeah. And he has hated that closet. He has told me multiple times, like, he will close it. Like, it will be closed, closed. He'll come back in and it's open. Or that it, his closet will make him angry. So just certain things just didn't sit right about that freaking closet. Yeah. I don't know. You know. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you, have, you have an older home and, you know, that's before you moved in. You don't know what happened there or what was going on with that whole section or even that room. So yeah. it's hard to even pinpoint why. You just have to deal with what you've got now. Exactly. My thought was kind of like it was almost a portal. Yeah. That things were able to come and go through that closet because that room has always felt like there's always been a lot of energy in that room. Whether it's negative or whatever, like that room has always been full of energy. And it doesn't help that, you know, he's the age he is and, you know, things tend to um, annoy them a little more around that age so yeah that doesn't help that he's in there either you know you just have then, a whole buildup of energy exactly then you have me here as like a beacon attracting these things yeah. so of course you know we're gonna get more activity than than a normal person right a normal house so um I took some suggestions that you had given me about what to do with the closet. We actually took the doors off of the closet and just went through and just prayed and kind of prayed for that protection to seal that area off um, and to leave the closet doors off. Yeah. Indefinitely. Because I don't know. It's something about with those doors closed. I I don't know. It it, maybe maybe it has nothing like, Maybe it's not even really to do anything with um, its ability to come and go if the doors are open or closed, but just if it helps ease your son's mind a little bit that he can see in it and it's open and there's not a hiding spot. If that is the only reason that it makes it feel better, then awesome. But I, I just had that overwhelming feeling that you had to have those doors off of there and you just got to leave it open and let things kind of flow through rather than being barricaded up, you know, which makes so much sense. So I brought him in the room after we prayed together, you know, we kind of cleared the room and he told me he felt a weight lifted. That is amazing. So it, it is super, super amazing that he was able to feel that. And I'm just glad, like, I don't want to see any more shadows, um, <laughs> for, you know, You're for a couple of days. <laughs> when you, I know, when I know I will see them. I don't know if it's because they know your defenses are down or if it's because they know that you just don't feel good enough to do anything about them. But when yeah. you're sick, it automatically, they're there. It, it's for me. My anxiety goes through the roof when I'm sick, and I don't necessarily think it's because I'm sick. I think it's because my defenses are down and they're crowding around. 
Well, and then you add this whole other element of, you know, we're home, yeah. the, the world has gone mad, like everything's crazy outside. And so of course, like you're going to be a little anxious about that. And then you add this on top of it. And it's like, it's kind of easier to play on your, on your anxiety. Yeah. And it's kind of strange because at this point, I do not feel good enough to even care. And it is so weird because I can't count probably a half dozen times. My husband has seen, heard, or felt something. He's like, hey, did you hear that? Or did you see that? That was really weird. And I'm like, who are you? I do these things. (laughs) But I think because I just don't care that it's reaching out to whoever's going to listen. It's like somebody pay attention to me. And my husband's looking at me like, are you serious? Like, you didn't just see that? No, granted, I have um, definitely seen some things, heard some things, but I just don't care enough to deal. <laughs> so. yeah. No, I, I totally get it. I have heard a couple of things, uh, voice mimicking oh, wow. this past week. That has freaked me out twice. I heard my name called, well, I heard mom. Once it sounded like my oldest son and the other time it sounded like my youngest son, except I heard it coming from outside my bedroom and my youngest son was sleeping in the bed with me. So (gasps) okay, Okay, (laughs) he's he's not calling me. What is happening? (sighs) I think we're going to really like when we feel better, just go through our house top to bottom in and out. I just, it's crazy. I, today I was in the kitchen. I could have swore I watched my husband walk in behind me and I'm talking and he's not answering and I turn around and he's not there. And I just like sat back against the counter, like knife in my hand. I'm like, I don't have the energy. Please go away. <laughs> my husband's like, what, what, what's going on? I'm like, never mind. Just talking to myself. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's kind of like when you're sitting in a room and then you just yell like, stop or get out of here. (laughs) They probably think we're crazy. My husband's like, what's happening? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Don't worry about it. Just the normal. Oh, never mind. I'll just deal with it tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's been pretty like active, but not super eventful yeah and I wouldn't say anything's like really trying to get attention or is even bad because honestly if it if it was bad or just an ill-intentioned spirit I I would deal with it as much as I don't have the energy I would rally some up to deal with it but I really don't feel that lately it's just things maybe passing in and out and so we'll just hang here with them until we're better and then yes. we'll go away. <laughs> now that shadow, I mean, I did feel that it not necessarily was like super evil, but more that it just got pleasure out of causing a chaotic environment. Yeah. Because I did notice that everybody was kind of on edge and fighting. Like my kids were fighting. My oldest had like a very short fuse. My husband was getting irritated with the kids, like, no patience. I mean, yeah, we are all stuck in a house together, right. but it just seems like it was not right. not normal. Totally get that. 
So I'm like, yeah, you've got to go because we need to get along while we are stuck inside this house together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I I know that everybody kind of needs an escape right now. I need an escape. So hopefully we can kind of be that for the listeners and give them a couple laughs and just talk about ghosts and just take mine our minds off of everything else for yeah. a little while I, I think that's what everybody kind of needs just a little escape and you said something today and I was like really feeling so bad and you said something and then I just died laughing and I was coughing like crazy I couldn't catch my breath but it was <laughs> what I needed I just needed that laugh and so I think everybody's yeah. kind of in that same situation. They just need a little break from what they're going through. Yeah. I mean, even if it's like 20 minutes or whatever, I keep meaning to like put headphones in and just listen to music. Something that I would normally do if I was not stuck in home, you know, when you're driving in the car or whatever, just like something to break up the day because it seems like it just gets so monotonous and I tell me about it. Like I get up and just kind of watching TV and, you know, just eating and eating and eating (laughs) because, well, I'm on steroids now because, you know, I couldn't breathe. So now I'm like starving constantly and and I'm like, okay, I've eaten three meals. It must be, you know, seven o'clock and it's like 12 and I'm like, (laughs) I cannot keep doing this. I'm going to be a thousand pounds. And you're going to eat all your quarantine food before the end of the week. It's going to be gone. And I cannot do another Game of Thrones or Hunger Games venture to the store. I just, (laughs) I don't have it in me to play that game. And I'm sitting here tonight and it's probably 40 degrees outside. And my husband is wrapped in blankets and I have all the windows open because (laughs) I am hotter than the devil with the temperature. Because <laughs> stupid steroids. So like I'm sweating like a stuck pig and they all the kids and my husband are sitting there in blankets freezing their ass off. And I'm like, you just gotta deal with it. There are no more clothes that can come off of me because yeah. it will be indecent. That, that was me <clears throat> two weeks ago. I feel you. <laughs> but it just it's like if I was healthy and at home, cool. But sick at home, this is this is a bit much. And it's yeah, frustrating because I'm like sitting there and I'm praying and I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, listen, I know there are a lot of prayers from a lot of people that are dealing with things way worse than what I'm dealing with right now. But if you could please just like make my body an ice cube, please. <laughs> I Yeah, I, I'm struggling big time. I just... I've never thought that I would be like, I cannot wait to go back to work. <laughs> I'm at that point. I just can't wait to go back. Just I just, yeah, want everything to be normal again. Yeah. As does everyone, I'm sure. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I had all these intentions that like my house was going to be really clean too. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. That's not happened. <laughs> I'm like yelling from downstairs. Kids, can you just like clean your rooms, please. And no answer. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Don't care. Just don't do it. Whatever. Just pick your battles. That's to do to cope. That's exactly it. Pick your battle. 
know which ones you can win and know which ones are just going to give you a headache. Exactly. I'm glad we were able to figure out how to record. I know. We've never had to do that before. And hopefully we don't have to do very many more like this. Well, you know, we will have to keep our social distance. So we'll need to record from like, you know, at least eight feet away. Oh my goodness. They say six feet, but let's just give an extra two feet. Yeah, just I don't in case. anything else you got. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to share any germs anymore. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but we definitely do want everyone to share their stories with us. Please email us at podcast at ghostygirls.com. Yeah. Um, give us something to talk about, you know. Exactly. Even if it's 20 minutes here and there, guys, let's, we're in this together. Let's at least have a couple laughs together. Share some stuff with us. Share some spooky stories. Let's dive into these. And we are now on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> so please subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. A glowing review would be much appreciated. <laughs> no mean things, please. I don't know if I can take those right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. We need all the kindness we can get. Absolutely. <laughs> and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Ghosty Girls. And until next time, stay safe and healthy. And we were praying for you, all of you guys. So hang in there. We'll get through this. We will. And as always, there are no goodbyes for us. See you next time. See you next time.